like it. Just been fooling about with it for a few months now. But, you know, just simple lines intertwining. You know, very much like I'm really influenced by Mozart and Bach, and it's sort of in between those. It's really, it's like a Mach piece, really. It's, what do you call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump. Welcome to Top Five with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Mark? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five with Joey Casada, my guest host. Hi, I'm Whitney Houston. You are well. Maybe in the later years you'll be Whitney. <laughs> and returning from the grave, the Doctor, Tom Snyder. What's happening, guys? I like. So I gotta ask, you got you guys have these fancy backgrounds. Are you getting the the Australian checks, or what? Am I missing something? Doing fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only thing I'm getting is hate mail from Australia. Thanks, to Ernie. Uh-oh. Well, that was he an did, accident. He did th basically threaten your life last last episode, if I if I remember correctly, right? Well, he, I, he made me out to be pretty bad. <laughs> I retract nothing. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> call, yeah. Your, call, your call your peeps off, Ernie. <laughs> they Ernie, they man. don't understand my accent. I can't. <laughs> Ernie, if anything, I think you went a little light on him. <laughs> what, with the hockey stick across the head? What was that? <laughs> that was oh like... <laughs> you brought that up. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Listen, between Ernie riding the bike blindfolded and all that stuff, the hockey stick was the least of your worries from last week's episode. Wait. <laughs> so speaking of which, wait, wait. Let's do our new segment first. Can we get this done with? It's getting cold out here. <laughs> Doctor, what are you drinking? All right. You turned me on to it. I had to try it. The peanut? Peanut. Screwball. Oh. What do you think? Sweet as hell, but nice for two glasses. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a nice cordial. You can't, you can't be drinking that all night. Right, right. Not right, like, right. you know, not like white Russians with milk, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I had to go Very back funny. to old, old Faithful, just a little nice scotch, a little Oban tonight. Very nice. Aaron, what do you got? I got nothing. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't like where those hands are. What's going on, Aaron? Uh, Nothing. When I first came on, I got duped. Tell me you guys are having a good time partying. You were drinking a beer when I first got on my first episode. You never drank uh, again. <laughs> I got uh, things to do later. I got to stay, uh, you know, focused. He's using, all his He's using all his money on backgrounds. He doesn't have any money for alcohol. <laughs> I, got, I got tutoring and stuff. Things to do. 
Yeah, I got things to do. You doodle like that. Hey, yo, I got doodle like this. <laughs> you can't be that productive if you're doing things like this. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. All right. So we got a great topic today. Just what you would expect from us, right? You know, we talked about drinking and horror movies and horror movie scenes and you know, the dumbest, craziest things we did as kids, we figured, we, what's the next logical step? 80s ballads, baby. Of course. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Top five 80s ballads. I mean, you can't get more cheesy than that, but I, I think it's going to be a good one. I'm all, I've always been a sucker for, for the power ballads and ballads, but, you know, we had to kind of narrow down the field a little bit, and we made it just 80s for tonight. There was several that just missed it, like 1990, like uh, Some Things Never Change, some great ones. Yeah, I had, I actually had the playground classic, My Nicole, but I, I, it was 91, or maybe even Hold 92. On. Hold on, I got to scratch two off my list. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Heaven in her eyes. I, now, is Heaven in her eyes a ballad? I don't know about this. What do you think, Tom? Is that a ballad? No. Power ballad? Yeah, something's never changed as a power ballad. Heaven and Arise is not really a ballad. Yeah, maybe it starts off like a ballad, right? Oh, it's got definitely that uh, motif, gay motif starting off. <laughs> Balladish. I'm very curious to see where you guys went. Did you go the pop route? Did you go the the you know the hair metal power ballad route? Did you go where? Well, uh -huh. You know, I'm so curious. I got a little mixture, but I'm curious where you guys went. Well, when we first started this, I thought we were going to do the, uh, we said five top love songs. Right. And then we took it to the 80s. So unlike Ernie, I had to cut off three of mine from the late 70s. So. <laughs> well, we were also arguing over what was love songs. You were like, well, it has to have to do with love. And, and I didn't. It's, it's tough. No, a, ballad, a ballad and a love song. Is there a difference? Is good question. I say no, but let's you know we'll ask our audience. Is there a difference between a ballad and a love song, Ernie? I don't think every single love song in the world is a ballad. But you mean every ballad is probably a love song. I disagree. I disagree with both of those statements. A ballad doesn't have to be a love meant. song. A, a ballad could be. Complete sorrow could be, you know. Give me an example of a love song that's not a ballad, Ern. Uh, Baby Loves You, Enough's Enough. Is that a love song? Yeah, I guess. Maybe why? Because you're talking about love? <laughs> is the, yes. Is, is the love boat a love song? Yeah. No, that's not, <laughs> that's not quite the same thing. Very no. good, Joey. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Ain't talking about love. <laughs> is that a love song? Or are we not talking about it? <laughs> a love song to me is sappy. But a ballad uh, could be sappy too. So I, I don't know. I'm out of this. You guys take we over. Even, we cool. even had an argument this week, text argument, what sappy meant. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that we did. As I, got done venting, as I got done venting about Ernie, yeah. <laughs> I noticed a couple of things interesting about my list already. Well, let's dive in. Doctor, what do you got? Number five. Oh, 
this is great. This is right up my alley. I mean, really. I have a feeling. Hold on. Let me start. I think you guys might rip off two of my songs, both these. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling. But let's see. No way. Have to go with Make My Love Pump, of course, in D minor. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say, Ernie might have a that on his... tap. A little spinal tap. Uh, I know, of course. I, listen, <laughs> after Ernie's picks from the, um, the, dumb, the dumb kids things, him being a stalker and eating mud pies, he could have had that on his list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a feeling that's on my list, but anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Ernie. It's your song to uh, Andrea and Christine. Every breath you take. Ooh. Oh. mention i wasn't sure is that a ballad i say it was but it just yeah. missed my list see was it a love song you see now that's not a love song no, don't ask song. me to define that but it's not in my opinion I, I i hear you i know it's not a love song but most people think it is that's a stalker song if anything right yeah it's it's a, it's a jealousy song right that's a, that's going out to andrea and christine every oh. mud pie i eat <laughs> Every homework I forget at school. <laughs> oh, guys are too funny. You want to yes. hear, hear a really cool stat about that song? It'll be like a little Ernie. I had, it, I had to write this one down. It's pretty cool. BMI voted it in 2019 the most telecast, uh, telecast song of all time. 15 million plays replacing You Lost That Love and Feeling. It's one, it really is one of my favorite songs of all time. It didn't make this list just because I didn't feel like it was ballady enough, but it is one of my favorite all-time songs. Great pick. I have it on my audible mention, Tom. Well, all right. Well, I'm glad I could hurt both of you. <laughs> but uh, which, what do you call it? The, uh... Which is always our goal. <laughs> well, my goal is always to hurt Ernie. We know that. <laughs> well, no, his goal is always to hurt you. Week. The uh, the fun the, if for people aren't familiar with the actual meaning of the song, it's about a stalker, and that's what the song's actually about. And Every move you make, that, so. I'll be watching you. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, well, you know, I've driven past a few ex girlfriends' houses in my time, but I didn't stop and stalk. Did you start singing uh, maybe, that song? Maybe more than a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I even tried the line. I forgot my homework at school. She's like, you're 35. You don't have homework. <laughs> All right, Aaron, what do you got? Number five. Well, if you can go back in time to visit a 13-year-old me eh, and ask me what my favorite song is, I would have said Total Eclipse of the Heart. Right around, 
you Tommy know would remember back when that was my favorite song. I had it on my list, and I knew Ernie was going to take it, so I took it off. <laughs> you know, um, it was written for Meatloaf, but he was too high to do it, <laughs> so Bonnie Tyler got it. And you know something? I was thinking, wondering if Holding Out for a Hero was also written for Meatloaf, and maybe they met a hero sandwich. <laughs> maybe he mis mis mistook it and ate, ate some heroes. <laughs> I didn't know that was originally written for Meatloaf. Yeah. Ma, meatloaf. <laughs> we want it. I never know what she's doing back there. <laughs> if you ever listen to meatloaf songs, every line is a hundred words long. That one too. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Great song. So wait, who wrote that song? Jim Steinman. Okay. Oh, so neither Bonnie Tyler or Meatloaf wrote it. Uh, no, Meat Meatloaf don't write anything. It's oh, I didn't know that. It's all Jim Jim Steinman writes all that oh. stuff. Yeah. All the bad out of the hell stuff. He didn't write any of that. Correct. Well, what the hell is he doing? He's no looker. What the hell? <laughs> what, the, what the hell is he doing up there? They couldn't find someone better than him to sing them. That's <laughs> a good point. Right? What the hell are they doing? That's a really good point. Yeah, I know. Oh, I got all these great songs. Let me go to this big chubby guy. He'll sing them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We'll, and on top of that, we'll call him Meatloaf. <laughs> oh, great pick. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm right along the same lines as you guys. I think this might be on one someone's list. Again. Is it a ballad? It's close. That's why it's number five. It would have been higher on my list because I love the song, but the question is, is it a ballad? Sister Christian. Yeah. Yep, I'll take it. That great one, song. wow. Yeah, love, just always loved it. Just such a great song. What's not to love? That Yeah, that was right under my radar, man. Perfect. As, as soon as it comes on, it's one of those songs, that's, and every song that you named is the same way. If a song comes on the radio or if on a shuffle playlist, whatever, never, ever skip it. I would never, ever skip Sister Christian, ever. Oh, when I'm driving and that song comes on, I'm motoring. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Thank you. I'm still amazed how you do that, Joe. How do you do it? Oh, that's right. You're a drummer. Anyway. <laughs> Built in you'd sound happy, effects. You'd be, you'd be happy to know that Brad Gillis actually plays for Night Ranger, and he played on Speaking of the Devil album with Ozzy. So there's a good chance he's not on Ozzy's uh, band. He's not Night Ranger. Just throwing it out there. I, I had the chance to uh, open for Night Ranger once or twice, and I said, Brad, what are you doing thinking... And I slapped him right in the face. I said, why are you playing with Ozzy? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> slapped him? <laughs> I went, oh, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, he, strikes out, <laughs> he strikes out Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons with a wiffle ball curve. <laughs> he slaps Brad Gillis in the head. And he wonders why he's not on Paul right now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I always forget why am I in my basement talking to you idiots. 
<laughs> Does Brad Gillies even have any strings on his guitar or just a whammy bar all the time? <laughs> I got to tell you, obviously, you guys know I'm not a big Aussie fan, but Brad Gillis, even when I saw him live, again, he was always a guy under my radar. never knew that much about him. Killer player live. I couldn't believe. Oh. Speaking of devil, it was unbelievable. It's a Black Sabbath uh, compilation that Ozzy was forced into. Uh, he didn't want to do it. But that was, I mean, he that was Randy Rhodes. He was the replacement for Randy Rhodes. Right. He was the I first guy, right? Yeah. And I think... Um, I think he was only given like two weeks to learn the music and then go on tour to learn all the Sabbath songs. Tom, you would, know, you would know this. So why doesn't, why don't they keep him for Bark at the Moon? Why do they replace him? I know. Ernie? Brad Gillis, quit. <laughs> We're in a classroom. <laughs> We're in a classroom. Ernie? <laughs> Brad Gillis never wanted to be in Ozzy's band. He, he wanted to be a Night Ranger. Good choice. Good choice, Brad. You know what? I take my slap back, Brad. Good choice. Let me tell you something else. You know who was an Ozzy's um, guitarist after Brad Gillies for like one day? It was George Lynch. Really? Yep. I heard he never, I thought he never got into the band because he, he didn't have long hair. He didn't have the look. I heard he was like, for like one day, he was like in the band and then Sharon said, listen, we, we, we had a change of plan. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've yeah, heard I some stories about played, Sharon over the played, years. But George Lynch is definitely in the mix, without yeah. a doubt. So what is this, right before Dawkins, or Dawkins exists already? No. Dawkins was existing, but they were nobody right. at the time. Right. Yeah. Nice. You know. All right, enough, Oz enough of this Aussie talk. Aussie's okay, that's, all, that's all we have the time for, for today, everybody. <laughs> well, you know I'm the editor, so I, I chop all that garbage right out. <laughs> all right, Doc, what do you got, number four? Speaking of Ozzy, don't you dare close my eyes forever. Oh my lord, afford. Baby, I get so scared inside, and I don't really understand. Is it love that's all in my mind, or is it fantasy? Heaven is in the palm of my hand, and it's waiting here for you. Well, you can guarantee that wasn't on my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, we said top five favorites, right? So that's yeah. a, a pretty amazing song when it came out. Um, very dark ballad. It, it was. A, it came out in a time when uh, teenage suicide uh, was going on a lot. Ozzy was being sued. Judas Priest. So this was like dedicated to uh, teenage suicide. But it is a ballad. It's two people singing to each other. A little Romeo and Juliet there. Ernie, going for you. And um, the, uh, th they said it was a mistake in the studio. Now, I don't know if you, you're going to find this very hard to believe, but Ozzy and Leah got fucked up. No. And they ended up writing the song there in the studio. Well, what do you mean yeah, it was I, a mistake? I find it very hard to believe. I'm very let down by Ozzy's behavior. I couldn't believe it. I can't imagine Ozzy getting getting wasted. It just <laughs> it doesn't seem like him. Well, that's the case, yes. But come on, the song was good. You gotta give it to him. Go yeah, hard. I hate to say it. it. It was it was a good song. Lita Lita was good. Even Ozzy I, weirdly was good in that in that song. I remember the video 
they, I think they recorded the video completely separate, right? They were never together in the video. Is that right? Right, never together. Right. He's got the greatest one one word. Look, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that goes right through you, like. Oh, I didn't I, know you were there, Ozzy. <laughs> Ozzy probably took a shot. And go, oh, heaven. <laughs> go to heaven. <laughs> but uh, all right, she's she was a hot number, man. Too. I mean, come on. What year was that? 88? Boom, boom, I'm, I'm sorry to write it down. What do you guys think? I'm going to say 87 or 88. I I'm think Joey's right on the money with 88. 88 remastered in 89. Very good. Ernie, tell your story what, when you invited Ozzy to the playground show. Ah, well, okay. <laughs> well, I, um, I purposely got online to make sure I was the very last person because I had something I had to tell him. And when I got to Ozzy, He's going to sign my No More Tears album. And I said, listen, we've spent so much money. We've gone to all of your shows. The least you can do is come to one of our shows and see us play. And while I was talking, he didn't say no. He didn't say goodbye. He didn't say anything. He just stood up, turned around, and walked away. Well, that's not a, that's that's pretty yeah. good. That means he was I mean, thinking about it. <laughs> I, I, there's a good chance Ozzy was completely un incoherent. He didn't even understand what was happening. Or he <laughs> thought I was another maniac, if you know what I mean. He, 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 already, got he already got sued once for, by, from a kid, you know, kid's family. You a maniac? No. <laughs> he didn't show up. You and Chaplin, very close together, Ernie. <laughs> By the All way, right. I bought your album. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we did it again, you sons of bitches. Ozzy, talk again. Bastards. Ernie, what do you got? Oh, uh, okay. Number yeah. four. You were talking about Every Breath You Take being such a under misunderstood song. This song, I would say, is the most understood song, misunderstood song of all time. It's about the end of the world and Armageddon and everything. See, let me see if you can guess what song this is. Blood in the sky, blood is red, sky is blue, red mixes with blue, making purple. You so, don't you say it. <laughs> My number four is purple rain. You asshole. I never meant to call you when you fall. I couldn't go there. You're an asshole. Uh, you both knew I had to get Prince in here somewhere. No, that I mean that song's amazing. Are you kidding me? But I just could I just I felt that would be too figured one of you guys would have that one. But man, Ernie, we we're hitting a lot of spots here. Just so you know, Ern, you did it. You, did finally, you finally got me. That was, was that my your number, number one? one. That was my number one. Uh oh. <laughs> I feel terrible about that. No, really. it's okay because I'm gonna edit it out and you're gonna have another pick right now. <laughs> Love it. Top five favorite song of all time for me. It's it's a great one. Top seven. Uh, did and you Ernie, know all that? Though? 
correct me if I'm wrong, that was partially at least recorded live, right? That song? Well, the, yeah, it's it's all live. Well, with some live recorded live in the studio. No, they recorded it live with an audience, right, Ern? That was the whole a, um, the whole last three songs in a row were live. Yeah, in, fr from a concert. in, in front of a crowd, Tom. Yeah, because when I hear the term record live, like Bowie used to record the whole band in one room. No, yeah, that's different. Yeah, no, I mean, mean that's, that's technically okay. recorded live with the band, but he mean, we, mean, right. we mean this was literally like a live concert recording. And if there's a version out there that has a whole nother verse, Ernie, you ever hear it? I think so. Yeah, it's not as good. It's it's good, but it is a whole extra verse. It's like it makes the song like two minutes longer. Let me ask you a question then. In the movie Purple Rain, those last three songs, is that the actual live footage? I would have to guess no. That's too that's too much of a risk. It's too you know what I mean? With directors and all that. Yeah, I got positive, it. I mean it might have been different cuts. Might might have been different cuts, but I was just wondering if that was the performance. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I would assume that performance was filmed for the movie, that it had nothing to do with what they did. But I could be wrong. We'll look it up. Ernie, these are the types of things we, we expect you to know. How's the family? <laughs> I can't believe you took my one, you How's the family? All right. All right, so my number four. Hey, you know what? I just want to say one more thing. Last, when we did the two weeks ago for the Valentine's special when the relationships go south, I almost picked when he when, when she grabbed the sheet music and he got up and slapped her in the face. Because <laughs> it was really, it was a really nice scene. All of a sudden, he just went smack. And when you see a little guy like that smack such a big girl like that, it was it was kind of funny. <laughs> Prince is tiny, right? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, was, was, was tiny, I <laughs> He's real small. <laughs> um, all right, so my number four. This band had a lot of these power ballads. Really, probably to me, the best to do it. Probably the best band out of all of this whole genre of, of the 80s. And I consider them one of probably the front run of the 80s hair metal movement, if you want to say it, which is Bon, jo bon Jovi, of course. <laughs> Kiss, well, Kiss is the front run of every movement, but Bon Jovi's second. And it was hard. I was, I was in between. I didn't know which one to pick. There's one off New Jersey. There's one off of Slippery When Wet that I love. And just lyrically, I went with the one on Slippery When Wet. I liked it a smidge better. Never Say Goodbye, Bon Jovi. Goodbye. Yep. Not one. I thought we were dead. going to. I thought you were right. going with uh, "Wanted Dead or Alive." Nah, huh? I, nah, right. nah. I thought I thought "Never Say Goodbye" was kiss a kiss ballad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's their motto. That's their motto. That's their motto. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Never say die. Never say die. <laughs> and the, you just jinx poor Gene Simmons. Tomorrow we're gonna get the news. He's he's done. <laughs> yeah, that that song's awesome, Joey. 
the lyrics in that is really uh it hits teen uh the teen years really does it hits it at home whenever i hear anything from slippery one wet i'm immediately i was i was 12 13 when that came out i immediately think of that summer every song i, I it flashes me back to that summer immediately so it, it i have such great memories of that whole record and to me that's really what music is all about music is like a it's like a, a, a time stamp uh, for your for, of a memory for you. You you can you hear a song, not all songs, but the songs that really resonated with you throughout your life. You hear that song, and it brings you back to a place. Stuff like Enough's Enough. Anytime I hear Strength, I think of immediately hanging out with you guys on Fifty Third Street, and mm -hmm. you know just hanging out, drinking this. It, it flashes me back to that moment. Anytime I hear Bon Jovi, I, I, I immediately flash back to summer of 87, like it was yesterday. You could ask Bill, Billy Zemish. The moment I heard that album, I knew it was going to be huge. I remember you saying the exact opposite. If I'm, <laughs> if I, am, am I wrong? Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, um, I remember telling Billy, listening to the album and saying, who's going to buy this album? <laughs> It's it's too it's too heavy for the girls. It's too light for the guys. <laughs> yeah, you were right on the money there, Ern. Turned out everybody. That was the answer to who's going to buy it. And Coming I'll stand. Coming from the manager playground. I'll stand. Yeah, good. Exactly. We we should. I don't know how we did. How do we not fire him right there, Tom? <laughs> yep, I I blew it in that one. I'm gonna. I'll go out on a limb and say that's the best album from that whole genre. I know people will say Pyromania or Hysteria or a couple of White other Snake. albums. White, the White, the Snake, White Snake, Snake 87 album. I'm going to say Slippery When Wet was the best record of that whole genre. What do you guys think? I'm not a Bon Jovi guy. I lean a little harder towards White Snake. Um, that's my type of music, but I know where you're coming from. It's very hard to argue that. I mean, it is, but uh, you know, I, I like uh, White Snake. And that that era, that blew my mind. That sound. I mean, it was, it was yeah, heavy, melodic. It was yep. everything. Just so you know, when when I first joined Playground, the first night that I met you guys, if you remember, Tom Tommy had this fringe leather jacket on, curly permed, long hair. He was Bon Jovi, and that's one of it. I, and I I know you might you might find this weird to say. That was one of the reasons why I, I wanted to join Playground was because I said, okay, these guys have the look. Even though Steve looked like, you know, Steve looked like Steve, you know, short hair. De DeVito wasn't even in the band yet. Brendan had a good look. He looked like a mop with, you know, with black hair. But Tommy had that Bon Jovi hey, look. So, hey, Brendan, rest in peace. Yes. Helicopter went down, never heard from him again. Um, but, by the way, I just edited last episode. We say the exact same line. We got to do it every episode. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, that's one of the reasons, and, and obviously, I'll flash what was a the other photo song, Joe? I'll what flash was the a photo. Song, what was the, the other, other song? Um, in the I'll be there for you. Again, lyrically, so I'll be there for you. These five words, I swear to you. Um, yeah. I want. What is it? When you, when you breathe, breathe, I want to be, be the air for you. you. I mean. Holy crap, right? I mean, it's great. It gets a little cliche like my Nicole, but it's nice. 
Listen, my Nicole, I, I, I will tell you, I think stands the test of time. And, I, and I'll, I'll throw a clip in right now, too. My Nicole, the playground, real the playground ballad. And right around the times of More Than Words, To Be With You by Mr. Big, who I, obviously I play with Eric Martin. Now I get to play that live all the time. To Be With You, it's fun. My Nicole really holds up against those songs. Don't I really believe that. It really does. It's a great song. And I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. I think it was Ernie calls me, says, you got to hear the new song that Tommy and Steve did. Oh my God, it's so good. It's called My Nicole. It's amazing. And I went, you got to be kidding me. It's a song not about Tommy's ex-girlfriend, Erin. He goes, no, no, no. It, it was it was Erin's middle name, Nicole. I said, oh. oh God, we're going to talk about this on here. <laughs> If you don't want me to keep that in, of course I like it. It's all right. It is what it is. It's good. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> that that song really holds. It really holds up to those more than words. And, and to be with you, to be with you is definitely a number one hit because Eric brags about it all the time. But more than words, maybe was it a number one hit, Ern? That's Close. correct, sir. It holds up. It was the perfect song for that time period. I wish more than words. More, people... more than words was one of the biggest hits in the world. Was it? No... I didn't know it was a number one hit. It had to be. People were playing yeah. it on weddings. I mean, it's yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was. Po oh my god, it was all over the place. Couldn't get away from it. Again, I'll say it again. My Nicole stands up to those two songs. I'd love to hear what people's thoughts are. Anyway, that's my number four. Doctor, what do you got? The Cars Drive. You can't go on Thinking Nothing's wrong What Who's gonna drive you home Tonight Really? Hold on a second. Yeah. yeah. It's um I've been in uh I was in a crazy relationship. And we're not gonna mention names, okay, Joe? <laughs> no, of course no. I meant I meant whatever. No, nobody. Yeah, not the other relationship, but another relationship. And when crazy meets crazy, it's just that song was actually like really drove home to me. When things get, you know, it's just like uh who's gonna who's gonna hear you scream, who's gonna listen to you when you scream? And it's just some great lyrics in that song it's, it's it's amazing amazing song and who's gonna drive you home tonight you know it's pretty cool well <laughs> that... I know. we know who shouldn't drive you home tommy <laughs> thank you Aaron. i mean it, you, you that was like a softball pitch right there that was an easy hit who's gonna drive you home definitely not tommy that's it <laughs> even though he did drive me home possibly in yeah i drove, you, I drove you guys all home you were all driving your father's, you were driving your dad's car. I had my own car. So I, who drove everyone to Bay Ridge and back? Now I hear the jokes. Now I hear the jokes. <laughs> Listen, no look. Back then. 
<laughs> looking back, you know, we call you an asshole. But back then, every after every night at the studio, you would drive me home to the city, and I, I, I didn't care how much you had to drink. I would have we taken the ride home. Drink in the studio. <laughs> oh, well, hold on, never. No, we really didn't. Really. No, no you, said, maybe you're right. You're probably right. Never, not really. Yeah, we never party in the studio. I couldn't sound like crap. We knew that. Which is honestly weird. Why didn't we have a couple of drinks in the studio? You know me, after no. a gig, if I had one cigarette, my voice would go out of whack for, yeah. for three or four days. And, uh, what are we <laughs> up to? <laughs> I lost track of where, all right, Dr. Gabe Drive. Ernie, what do you got? What are we up to? Am I number five? No, no number five. <laughs> no, number three, right? Oh, number three, all right. Listen, if you want to start guessing, all of my top three start with the letter A. All right. There's an ready? album by Gene Simmons, Asshole. Did you use that song? No, I I, I, I forgot that one. Oh. <laughs> my number three is Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Ooh. You're the only one who really knew me at all. So take a look at me now. Ernie, that was my number two. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Asshole. Son of a bitch. Well, he hasn't had a hit since Tarzan, so don't take a look at him now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that Tarzan soundtrack was amazing. What a great job he did on that. Yeah, well, you look like the Tarzan what? cartoon, so. <laughs> I got no money for that either. I tried to. It didn't worry. It didn't happen. <laughs> Great song, great. Uh, amazing, uh, amazing song. The lyrics in that, the desperate, the uh, a relationship going south, and you, and you know you can't get the person back. It's 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 crazy, man. That, that's profound, man. That's that's awesome, awesome pick. Love it. Love Glad it. I had it at number two. Thank you, Ernie. Yeah, Ernie. So this will be an easy edit for me because your number two is gone, my number one is gone. Good work, Ernie. This this is turning into like the game of Battleship again, like I said in the fire. <laughs> You're going to start keeping score. Who knocks who out? Ernie, you, you know? sunk my number one. <laughs> you sunk my number two. <laughs> Just for, for anyone watching on YouTube, Ernie's Playground shirt is available on Amazon.com right now for, I think, $14.99. It really is a great show. Uh, shirt, Ernie, turn around, show some of the tour dates. We got the Playground World Tour on the back. That's Mine and Tommy's old band. We're going to show some clips of that throughout the throughout the show. But that shirt is available on Amazon. Tom, did you buy some for the family? When it first came out. Take a look at me now. Oh shit! Hold on. Let Let's start with that. Hold on. Ready? Go. Take a look at me now. <laughs> Schnapps. <laughs> Great pick, Ernie. Number three was great. All right, so my number three, this is way off the beaten track. Most people won't even know this song. You guys might. Most people won't know it. One of my favorite bands, top, top three favorite bands of all time, Striper. And I'm going to go, I'm gonna go some, with, with something. Again, Striper to me always had 
some of the best ballads. I always love Michael Sweet's voice. Robert Sweet is one of my favorite drummers of all time. Love Striper. Always love them. Had the pleasure of opening for them a few times, hanging out with them. Great guys. Always loved the song off of Soldiers Under Command called First Love. knew you were going with that one really you guys know that song i you knew bernie. the second you mentioned striper you were going with that song bernie bernie how big was i into striper oh yeah <laughs> so was romeo but what a great band love them and a great song soldiers under command is one of my favorite records again top five records of all time wow glory, yeah glory, glory. Hallelujah! And we have the opening. Ernie, when you sing that, I tilt towards Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my number three. Doctor, you're number two. I got to fill in now because Ernie sunk my number two. So before you sink my number one, I'm going to cock block now. I'm going to okay. still, you know what? I'm going to go by, you said A's. You're running on A's. Uh -oh. And you're the one that would have got this, Ernie. So I'm going to play a little game with you now. I'm going to throw in my number six pick in there and still like hold off on my one. I like that. Unless Joey knocks me out of the top, but we'll find out. All right, so here we go. It's my favorite song of all time. Whoa. And it wasn't even on my list, but now I got to pull out my ace. Bring it on the heartache by Def Leppard. That's not A. That's a B. No. Ernie said he's going by A's, his oh. last three picks. So yeah. I know the one pick, my number one, is not should not be in his list. Is that your favorite song of all time? All time. Moronic. Ooh. I don't even know the whole lyrics because I never, I don't want to kill the, I, this is hysterical. When I find a song I love, I always find that it comes on the radio at the right moment. I never went and bought it. Never memorized the lyrics. I just zone out. Just zone out to it. And I was on a, I was on a, I had my heart ripped out through my ass. And we were in Manhattan Beach. Like you said, all great songs 
it's a timeline. You, you know exactly where you are when it happens. And I was in Manhattan Beach at a bonfire. People just having a great time in Brooklyn. Wait, wait, wait. This is in California. A bonfire or a bonfire? Bonfire. Okay. Go ahead. And what happened? It's Brooklyn. It was a bonfire. (laughs) I was on the beach and there was a bonfire. They were lighting up bombs on the beach. It It was so nice. The serenity just kicked in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I'm sitting there, and I'm all upset to my stomach, can't drink. I'm staring at the waves coming in and out, and I look around me, people dancing around the fires, the, probably the coolest place I could have been ever. I mean, if you would have asked me, where would you want to be in your life? It would have been right then, but not at that frame of mind. And then over the radio comes, bring it on the heartache. And I'm just sitting there listening to this song, watching the waves go out, Watching them come in, and everyone is having a fucking blast, except for this guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it's stuck in my head. Uh, I mean, again, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, those big, big ballads of theirs. And this was before Def Leppard really... Bringing all the heartache is... What album is that, Aaron? That's High and Dry? Yeah. Yeah, that was... I mean, that's even right before they became super commercial. Right, 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 right. So, but what a great song, man! It's great pick. Yep, that's a high and dry is a good. It's a good album, but it's a really Agreed. good album. Oh yeah, underrated. It's like, it's like, it's like shout out the devil. You know, it's like too fast to love is a great album. Then shout out the devil came out, and then people realized how great too fast to love was. It's like the same. It took Pyromania to come out for people to realize how great high and dry was. You know, right, right. High and dry wasn't a. I mean, it was obviously a, a good selling album, but it wasn't what Pyromania became. Oh, and then no. Pyromania came out. And everyone bought high and dry. Uh, yeah, MTV with uh, with pyromania was. Yeah. I mean, was it Friday? Photograph, forget it. Uh, Full in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every song, almost every song on that album, every uh, what do you call it? Um, rock, I mean, rock, rock, rock of rock Ages. Of Ages, of course. I mean, yeah. it, it didn't stop on MTV. I mean, they go on for yeah, weeks I mean, on the video. Uh, yeah, they were fantastic. One of the greatest albums ever, of course. Absolutely, yeah, I, I would definitely say that. Yeah, with the police, uh, every breath you take. Uh, yeah. Synchronicity, yeah. So synchronicity is what eighty three, Ern, and when and Pyromania was at what eighty four? No, eighty three. Both eighty three. Yeah, I remember buying both albums at the same time. Yeah, amazing. Listen, listen, people can make fun of the eighties all they want. The album sales and the big albums in the eighties, between eighty one and eighty five, even just look at you got Pyromania, Thriller. Like a Virgin, Purple Rain. What else? Uh, Born in the USA. Synchronicity. You didn't have the, the overproduction back then either. Right. It was right before yeah, you that. Had some kind of talent when you went in the studio. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, you know, we can just fub this, turn this knob, raise this up and make it all go away, you know? Right. People associate a lot of the, the, the 80s music with the late 80s overproduced cookie cutter stuff. Whereas when, when you really look at the 80s, it had really some of the best music of all time. I, I, I think the drum kits dictated that a lot. Yeah. A lot agreed. of the electronic drum kits yeah. gave it that feel like the guy wasn't playing drums. But he was. It wasn't a computer-generated track. No. It, yeah, this was before all the computer drums and all that stuff. Right, agreed. right. Yeah. You know, you mentioned bringing on the heartbreak. Um, I used to think the, the lyric was, um, you got a hold on me. Kansas City. 
<laughs> uh, listen, I'm sure if we all sang these songs, we would have a lot of these lyrics wrong. Oh, God. Hold on here. Schnapps. <laughs> Kansas City. That's a good all one. Right. I never heard that one before. What do you got, Aaron? Number two. See, can we have the Well, the snob in me hates the fact that I found out years later this is a cover song. So that bothers me, but I didn't know that until recently. Uh, Angel of the Morning by Juice Newton. Ooh. I'm old enough to face the I've been hearing this one actually a lot lately for some reason. The beginning of Deadpool, the whole beginning credits yes. oh, right. the going. There's a Shaggy song that just came out called Angel. And there's an unexplainable moment in the new version of Stephen King's It. I, I, if you ever see the scene, you think there's something wrong with, with the video or something. It makes no sense. He's fighting a zombie and then suddenly Everything stops and the zombie starts vomiting all over him. And then you hear that song blasting for some reason for, for, for three seconds. But uh, I don't get it. I don't, I don't like get a good it. Scene. I, it, the movie. <laughs> that's, that's called Mindfuck 101. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> did you see the, the new version of it? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, do you remember that oh, scene? It's good. That scene makes no sense, though. It's so yeah. weird. Agreed. Agreed. No wow. does it pick. No does it pick, but <laughs> we'll be joking with you. good pick, good pick, you bastard. Not That's on good. my list, but good. Off the radar, very good. He's always good for one. One off All the right. radar. So my number two, this is definitely someone that you know most people will laugh at and stuff. One of my favorite artists of all time. And I know people are gonna laugh at this. Richard Marks. Love all the stuff he's done, not just his ballads, not just the ballads. I know he's known for his ballads, but he's got so many classics. You know, he's just, he's like a, another Brian Adams, hit after hit after hit. But of course, for this show, you know, I could have, I could have rattled off 30 <laughs> Richard Marks songs. Easy, but easy. For this, for this show, my, the number one ballad, of course, you know, there, there was, believe it or not, there was one or two that I was back and forth with. And I gotta go with right here waiting. If I see you next to never, then how can we see forever? Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be right here waiting for you. One of my favorite songs of all time. I, I'm a big ballad sappy moron. Love Richard Marx's voice, just soothing, nice voice, great songwriter, um, just great player overall. He has this YouTube um, video sessions that he does. He does like a, acoustic sessions on YouTube. And if you go on YouTube, you can hear him doing like acoustic versions of li literally him sitting in the living room with his guitar, with a still camera doing some of these songs. And you, that's what always 
prove to me what a great song was. If you could just hear a song with a guy playing guitar and strip down and just singing the song, that to me makes us a great song, whether it's a ballad, a rocker, whatever it is. If you can just have a guy singing a song with a, an acoustic guitar, it's a great song. You can make it a rock song. You can make it a ballad. You can make it a dance song, whatever. But it has to have that element first. And these acoustic sessions that Richard Marks does are, are phenomenal. Anyone who doesn't know them, go on YouTube. They're great. Uh, I heard Richard Marks uh, bought stock and razor blades back then. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't know how he's still alive. I don't know how he got through it. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I, I, I really, every time I looked at it, I was like, you know, wow. Maybe I'll go, go out and suck muffler in the garage. I'm like, this is unbelievable stuff. And his hair looks like Joey two times from uh, from four fellas, uh, three fellas, three guys, whatever it is, three fellas, three good fellas. I got a bottle up here. It's called four fellas. I get what? confused. What's happened here? Whatever <laughs> that was, it was comedy gold. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> silver court. It's time. Here comes the like judge. That, it's like the that judge. guy over at, at four fellas. I mean three fellas. I mean two fellas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean up, the good fellas. Up here in Pennsylvania, you got three guys pizzeria, four guys bar, three guys this. It's a lot of guys up here. And you so, thought good, good, good fellas, good fellas, Joey two times here. There you go. And you thought good was a number? His hair is like Richard Marx. He just wasn't blessed with good hair. I should. Well, he talk, had like but... the, he had like the puff and then the mullet in the back, right? Yeah, he had the mullet yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. No, but seriously, for people who don't know Richard Marx, he's so much more than the ballads. I know the ballads are all his hits. If you listen to some of his stuff, it, such great songs. You know, guys like Rick Springfield, Richard Marx, Brian Adams. They they get lumped in with these power ballads because they're the hits. But they have such great '80s rock songs, killer, killer songs. Um, just if you're gonna listen, if you never heard Richard Marx, just fill out your will before you listen to him. <laughs> your family will appreciate it. All right. So before <laughs> we hit to our number one, so I, I had a suggestion on YouTube this week that we list our 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 picks up until this point because people forget what we picked. So I'm going to add that in right now. I'm going to add our picks up until this point, okay? So Tommy, we got Tommy's number five, Every Breath You Take. Number four, Close My Eyes Forever. Number three, Drive. Number two, Bring It On The Heartache. And now we're going to beat Tommy's number one. Tom, what's your number one? We do an honorable mention first? No, at the end. No. No. Not anymore. <laughs> no. Yet. Yet. Okay. You lose. Good day, sir. Wow, he's so cold. Um, Scorpion still loving you. Ooh. You should give me a chance. Just give me the end. I'm still. Now nah, that was going out to my my loving uh my wife. Love you, baby. 
good one. Ernie, I thought you would have had it. It's a, it's a great one. It's, I it's thought that was, the one, that was the one I thought you would have had. Why not? Why not? Ernie, I was like, oh, my God. You had it? Why not? Why not? What's, what's, wind, winds have changed, right? Yeah, he's talking, Joey's talking song. about a Scorpion song from his generation. <laughs> we don't we don't know that one, young and It's about a country, Joe. <laughs> oh. No, great pick, great pick. All right, Ernie. We got your number one. Let me list you. What, what do you got for up till now? We got Ernie, number five, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Number four, Purple Rain. Number three, Against All Odds. Number two, Angel of the Morning. And Ernie's number one. Here we go. First of all, I'm very impressed by your memory. <laughs> no memory. I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm going to take it back to, say, uh, maybe 1985-ish, where everybody on our block got into laying out in Romeo's backyard, taking the sun. It suddenly became a big thing in, our, in the crowd. All of a sudden, I thought that was the missing key to getting girls. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was my looks and my personality that was the issue, pretty much. But anyway, he had a boombox with the Air Supply's greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one, which is also one of my top five favorite songs ever, All Out of Love. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I know you were right. Believing for so You were right, Ern. Three A's in a row. Yeah, I, 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 I have to look. He had to listen for him. I'm impressed. <laughs> the great Kreskin. <laughs> listen, I'm going to have to dispute what you just said. Never underestimate a nice, beautiful tan. It goes a long way. Well, it, you're it, a tiny. You're, you're, you're born tan. <laughs> <laughs> great pick. Great. Thank you. So, it's so sad. I love it. Great. Uh, so, uh, you know, unfortunately, Ernie completely ruined my number one pick, but I'm going to, I'll go through, I'll go through my, my top five. So number five for me, Sister Christian. Number four, Never Say Goodbye. Number three, First Love by Striper. Number two, Right Here Waiting, Richard Marks. And like I mentioned before, my number one ballad of all time, top five songs of all time, Purple Rain by Prince. It's, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's almost. I had you pinned for something else. Oh, it's, it's, it's the Purple Rain is the perfect song. It, it's so good. It's, I, I'm a, obviously a tremendous Prince fan. You know, Ernie, we're, we're big Prince fans. Purple Rain is just the epitome of everything Prince is. It has the feeling, the emotion, the guitar playing, the solo is incredible. I get goosebumps when I hear the guitar solo. So perfect. Great song. Like, like I said, it, it, it would have been on my list. I just thought it was too obvious. I just thought it was too obvious. And, and that's how great a song it is. I mean, that's how great a song it is. 
It's that yeah, obvious. I agree, and I and I figured I figured Ernie would have it, but it was. I, I have to go with my heart on the show. I have to do the real pick. I can't change my pick because I know more on Ernie's going to pick it. So, what did you have me peg for, Tom? You said you had me peg for something else. I thought it was going to be Faithfully by Journey. It's my first honorable mention. Yeah, kind of figured. I thought yeah. I thought it'd be Forever by Kiss. Yeah, it's it's it. Don't get me wrong. It's it's, it's, a, great, it's, it's a great song, but it's, it's not there's a lot of songs. Why won't they go away? It's <laughs> forever. Faithfully is never my say, number never one. say goodbye. <laughs> what do you got for honorable mentions, Doctor? Uh eyes without a face, Billy Idol. Yeah, oh, loved it. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. And uh, it's seductive. Uh, the guy is hurt. I mean, it's, it's, it's just really good, man. And it's, uh, you know, it's profound. And that's without the true meaning. That's another uh, mime, another double meaning to this song. Like, I mean, it's about heroin addiction. Oh, but, is that true? I... Yeah, but you can spin it to any way if you listen to the song about someone just eyes without a face, lying to your face and betraying someone then that, that they're not. So. That's I just pictured awesome. floating eyeballs as I heard the song. <laughs> I heard when you do heroin, that's what you see. <laughs> Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> and uh, real quick, Cindy Lauper, time after time. Yeah, that was on mine too. Yep. Yeah, so th those are my two honorables. What do you got, Aaron? Careless Whisper from Wham. Beautiful. Uh, I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner. Hello, Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah. Eternal Flame, November Rain. <laughs> November Rain. Hold on. November Rain is 90s, I believe, right? Uh-oh. Whoops. Yes. <laughs> 90 or 91, I believe. I think you're right. I think I, I blew it there. Whoops. All right. You're disqualified, Aaron. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to edit your whole segment out. I get Purple Rain back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hey, you want to know what was in my top? My, my best audible mention, though, was Making Love Out of Nothing at All by Air Supply. I just didn't want to put two Air Supply songs, but yeah. that Joey. really was up there. Joey, I like your ruling. And that's what I call Silver Court. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why the show has his name on it. <laughs> that's, do you want the definition of Silver Court? <laughs> this is the court. He's the judge. There you go. That's Silver Court. So I got a couple. Faithfully was up there. Um, I had I Remember You by Skid Row. Great song. And this just made the time frame Lady by Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I, I looked at that one. Yeah, it it was close. It's great, but it, it in 19, I think it's 1980, so it, it would have just made it, but great picks. You know, all... I still, open arms too by Journey. Yeah, um, who's crying now by Journey? Journey has so many great, great songs. Yeah, great. I, I, again, I I can't imagine anyone could argue with any of these picks. I'd love to hear, as always, everyone's picks. Post them on YouTube. Post them on Instagram. Post them on Facebook. Send us an email at top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com tell us your picks if you argue our picks let us know if you hate our picks if you hate ernie's background if you hate the doctor period whatever it is 
anything you're feeling, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Once whoa, again, whoa. <laughs> what? I got a whole country after me. Stop this. <laughs> Stop if, the insanity. If you want Ernie to hit the doctor in the head with a, with a hockey stick again, live on the next episode, let us know. You notice, Tom, he mentions things um, people hate. He doesn't mention anything with him. <laughs> if you if you love me and you want to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like the doctor's glasses, if you don't like Ernie's uh, chin. If you love my nose, <laughs> send, send us comments at top5withjoeycasada at gmail.com. But seriously, let us know what you think of our picks, ballads, Probably my favorite, I mean, if there's a genre of music called ballads, ballads is my favorite. I always love the good ballad, always love singing along to a ballad, whether it's in the car or in the shower. I was always singing to Striper, singing to Journey when I was a kid, those types of songs. I was never singing to, you know, rocking, you know, Quiet Riot or something in the shower. I was always singing ballads. What about you, Doctor, you being the singer? I, you know me, I'm, I'm dark. Uh, I think uh, love songs are, are the way to go. Um, I was very surprised. I looked up Billy Joel, and I'm a bi big Billy Joel guy. 80s, he really yeah. didn't have any good love songs. All poppy songs. songs, yeah. All uptown he had, girl. He had nice and, songs yeah. about different things, like one to his daughter and stuff, but not romantic love songs, you know? Yeah. I was I'm really surprised by that. And believe it, I, I would love to do, whether it's a singer-songwriter episode or even a Billy Joel episode. Billy Joel has so many big songs, and we're all obviously big Billy Joel fans. I would love to do, maybe we do a Billy Joel episode. I like that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Top 15. <laughs> Ernie. Top, one, top 103. <laughs> what do you got? Last words, Ern. Uh, I wanted to thank... Uh everybody for joining us in this adventure and Australia <laughs> down on the oh, oh oh hello Australia <laughs> Tom what do you got last words uh, I need to befriend Canada to have them go after Australia so Canada I'm speaking Canada. to you so everyone out there listening Tommy and Ernie because of the ratings of the show and the, the fan base They've now they've now started playing a live version of Risk, and they're, they're trying to conquer each other's territories. So please, Axis, out there, Joey, it's actually more like Axis and Allies right now. <laughs> send us if you love Tommy. If you're in Canada, if you love if your Tommy fan base comes from Canada because he's in the, in the middle of the snow right now. And Ernie, you're you're in your fan base fan base is in Australia. Let us know. We can you know kind of have a conflict going. You know, my fan base is in Italy and, you know, the European countries, of course. Of course. <laughs> Guys, great episode. As always, we'll be back next week with another top five. We'll see you next time, boys. Thanks. Love you guys. Be good. Peace out.